All right, it started. Go do ahead, you do Laura. everything that Ed tells you to do, Brayton? Huh? Yeah, Brayton, do you do everything I tell you to do? Yeah, I got it all done. Good. Oh, is the the episode ready? Did you, uh, did you tell me to get the episode ready? No, 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 no. Okay. He thought See? it though. Brayton, get the episode ready. No, no, no. You have ten minutes. <laughs> Good luck. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band that solves mysteries while they're out on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing Kemen, the Fearbolg bass player in the band Dreamlancer. He's wearing Birkenstocks, a leather vest with chevron-cut fringe, and a train hat. And he's real big, like 7 feet tall. Well, more than that. Big O. Hi, I'm Brayton, and I'm playing Staff, who is a changeling, playing Scrapper, who is a shifter guitar player in the band Dreamlancer. Staff's been uh, in one form for a long time, this shifter form, and Staff's getting pretty antsy. I don't know if you know this, but when you're a changeling, you kind of have to change. It's in your nature. So we'll see what kind of risks Staff is willing to take this time, although Staff really doesn't want to get caught. Yo, yo, yo. It's your girl Nora playing Soft Wind in the Trees, a.k.a. Windy. She's a six-foot-tall snow leopard tabaxi with a penchant for frog hunting and learning new stories. She also has a pretty serious necklace collection, a dragon talon, wyvern claw, necklace of muting, and a necklace of disguise. So maybe she needs to pick up some rings or bracelets to balance out her jewelry collection. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour. Kamen investigated a cheese factory while Wendy did some research at a museum. Staff met up with their cousin Barr and they decided to play the part of the Hardly Boys, two young detectives whose father also solves mysteries. After searching the abandoned casino, they discovered two devils entering town. They quickly assembled the rest of Dreamlancer, including their friend Knuckles, to confront the devils. We join them as they investigate further. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. By the way, the casino has a giant sign over the front door that says Gambledore Casino. How did we not notice that other way? Okay. Bad detectives. You saw it last time, but you didn't get the joke. This time you get the joke. Yeah, because we were just kids back then. Okay. So, you arrive at the casino. Knuckles says, where? Oh, too bad we left the Hardly Boys behind. They're the only ones that saw the devil. And then, Bro and Crank show up. And Knuckles is like, where were the devils? We point them out. Down the road? They're right here, yeah. Yeah. Are they still uh, there? Yeah, Crank points at this guy standing in the middle of the road that's wearing a, you know, three-piece suit. It's like tan, but underneath it, he has like a bondage suit on with like a zipper for a mouth. I'm sorry. Can you just make it clear to me? Is the zipper for the mouth open and he's wearing the suit? Or is it like the head is pulled down and there's a zipper and you can, t- you know what I'm saying? No, the zipper's open so that his mouth can speak. But he's like but wearing it right. the suit is covering right. his whole head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's like he woke up and he put on a whole gimp suit and then he put on a three-piece tan tweed suit on top of that? Yes. Okay. Now, is there a button-up shirt between those two layers? Yeah, and a tie, a red tie. What color is the button-up shirt? White. This seems like a stupid question, but he has suspenders on, right? You can't tell with the jacket, really. Think about it. Dang. He has both buttons buttoned on the jacket. And how far away is that person from us? Because we can't see a second, right? Yeah, yeah. He's laying down in like a foot of snow, so he's hard to see. Uh, They're like 60 feet from you, I guess. I don't know. How far is 60 feet? Maybe you saw them 120 feet away, and they don't see you yet. How about that? Okay. Knuckles is like, we have to kill them. There's two. There's the That one's the short one, and then there's a tall one taking a nap. What? He whips out his pamphlet and he starts reading through it. What kind of devils do you think they are, man? Bad. The bad ones. The crooks. Knuckles is like, yeah, what's the other one look like? Um, he's tall and lanky. He's got wings that are leathery. Like and he has bone devils? Oh, like a horn devil. A bad devil? Wait, is he lazy? Yeah. Well, I don't know. He's sleepy. 
Is sleepy the same as lazy, though? I think he's lazy. Is he a sloth devil? Is that a thing? No, he's a horn devil. Are they lazy? Yeah. I don't know. Pamphlet only has so many devils in it. So he's only the most common devil, so it could be anything. But if I had to put my fingers on it, I would say horned devil and chain devil. Do horned devils have some kind of compulsion that they can use on people? Not in a pamphlet. Hmm. But maybe. How about chain devils? They command chains. Do chain devils and horned devils ever have babies together? Devils do all kinds of weird shit, man. What's the pamphlet say about the, the procreative... The gestational uh, period? Hold on a second. Let me look it up. Can I ask a question as a person that doesn't know things about a gimp suit? Yeah. But just know you're asking three other people who don't know that much about gimp suits. Okay. Like, would you wear that if you were the dominant person? No. Or the submissive person? Submissive. Okay. Usually. I mean, you can wear whatever you want. But yeah. I just didn't know if there was like a standard normal, like... You wear this outfit to do this thing. Yeah, like you wear a hard hat to go to a construction yard. Yeah. So do you think we should just attack him or do you think we should try and talk to him first? Knuckles is like, just kill them. There's no point in talking to them. Okay. He pulls out an axe. What if they're just like some dudes, you know, traveling, not devils? What makes you feel like they're devils? Then they dress dumb because we're going to kill them for being devils because of how they look. So they should have chosen a different way to wrong. look. What if you are devils? Are you devils? No. And he pulls out his stone and he goes, Veritas! And a bright light erupts from it. He goes, I am not a devil. And then he puts it away. Then you hear from 120 feet away. Holy crap! Roll initiative. I got a 20. 14. 21. Come in, you're first. Okay, I'm going to run 30 feet forward, but I want to run. I don't want to run straight at them because I don't want to be like right in a line with everybody as we're running towards them. So I want to do like 30 feet forward, but to the left. Okay. Maybe it might put me off the road and that's okay. Just whatever. And then I'm going to cast Psychedelic Dream Lance on them. Which one? The one you can see? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. It's an intelligence save against thirteen, uh, 17. What'd you say? Intelligence against 17? Yeah. Okay. A shimmering lance of psychic power comes straight to my forehead like a unicorn horn, just spinning and swirling and sparkly and glorious straight into his forehead and does 23 psychedelic damage. Damn. Or what if he saves? They take half. And they're incapacitated if they didn't save. I thought this was the one where they took zero if they saved, and it was like this real big risk of reward. I don't know, but it says here, half as much damage and is incapacitated, so maybe they updated it. They fucking eroded that shit? I don't know. Sounds dumb, because it was the coolest part of that spell, was it was so high risk reward. The lance from your mind strikes the chain devil in the head, and he looks dazed. Uh, Staff, it's your turn. I'm going to move forward 30 feet, and I'm going to outstretch my hand, and I'm going to cast a new cantrip that I just learned called Eldritch Blast. And I'm going to launch two beams of crackling energy toward the Chain Devil. From the depths of my darkest hour, reach inside for my Eldritch power. Um, I'm supposed to make a ranged spell attack. Okay. Uh-oh. What if you roll a one? What happens? You reach your hand out and it just explodes where your hand is and it frightens you and you do not finish casting the spell. Then, what you couldn't see before, this very large, seven and a half foot tall man jumps up, spreads his wings out. And he has an enormous wingspan that's nine or ten feet wide, which is wild. And then his razor-sharp tail whips out from behind him, and he pulls out a pitchfork that's blazing hot. He flies all the way up to Kemen and snarls angrily. So I hold my shield towards him. I changed my mind. He flies 60 feet toward Kemen, doesn't snarl angrily, instead looks tired and goes, 
Or you could just like not fight us. Kemen, roll a wisdom save, man. Okay, I got a nine. All right, Kemen doesn't feel like fighting anymore and just thinks it's like way too much work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool, man. I pull out my haggy sack. Then the devil flying in front of you raises his fist in the air, shoves his elbow downward and goes, yes, got him. I'm like, you want to play? Windy, it's your turn. So there's one that's like 60 feet away from me near Kemen, and then there's one that's 120 feet away. Yeah. So Kemen and Crank hardly are right next to each other, probably. No, because I moved to the left. Sure, they're split a little bit. Okay. Well, I'm going to move forward and to the right, I guess. And I want to use my feline agility to move 60 feet up and be 60 feet away from the other far away guy. Okay. And I want to cast Shatter as a fourth level spell. Holy shit, on who? Because there's nobody next to him, so I can't hurt anybody else. On the back one? Yeah, the gimp one. The gimp one. Okay. When I get really worked up, I make quite a clatter. Stomping and raging about until we resolve the matter. But when we reach that point of no return, I'll end the argument definitively with a shatter. It's a constitution save and it's 15 damage. Thunder damage. I hope he looks like he got his socks slightly askew from that. Whammo. And that's the end of my turn. Then Knuckles pulls out his axe that he already pulled out. So he just doesn't pull out his axe. He runs toward the horned devil and goes, Kevin, no, you fool. He runs all the way up to the horned devil. Huh? Then it's Kevin's turn. What about Bro Hardly? He hides in a bush. Uh, it's my turn? Yeah. All right, I'm going to play Haggy Sack. You can um you can try to resist that again if you feel like it. Oh, okay. Do I just do wisdom? Yeah. It's 15. All right. You keep doing it. Keep doing keep what? Hacky second. Oh, I'm like, hey, man, you want to play with me? And I like serve it to him. Okay. Does he do it? It's not his turn. It just like stands in the air. The camera just like pulls around around the hacky sack stuck in midair. Yeah, like the Matrix. And we go to someone else's turn. Yep. That's how D&D works. Okay. Staff. You know, why mess with a good thing? So I'm going to move up 30 more feet so that I'm kind of like lateral with this horn devil. And I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast on it again. I'm going to say, get out of people's minds. On the horn devil? Yeah. From the depths of my darkest hour. Reach inside for my Eldritch power. Armor class, 25. That's a hit. All right, the first beam. Boom, I got. I rolled a 10. 10 force damage. Ooh, nice. And then the second beam flies out of my outstretched hand. Hitting armor class, 24. For seven force damage. Okay. And I say, I hardly think you should take control of the big guy. <laughs> the bush behind you goes, yeah, that's hardly wise. That's my old turn. All right, the chain devil walks up 30 feet and hucks the armful of chains it has in the air. And when they land, they all just stand up like uh, like cartoon cobras. And they grow barbs out of them. Then the horn devil kicks at the hacky sack, hits the hacky sack back to Kemen. Yeah. And <laughs> stabs Knuckles with his spear. No. That seems like a double action to me. Cutting words. Am I allowed to do that? Yeah. Even though I'm not fighting? Yeah, I don't care. Piercing and quick, my tongue with a flick will cut you right down. What's your, um, die? A D10. And then stabs at Knuckles again. And hits Knuckles. No, not Knuckles. Man, really stabs Knuckles. Knuckles is like, oh, man, that thing is really warm. Through the heart area? No. Um, Windy. I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers on the Horn Devil. And because I know lazy people are most scared of hard work, the whispers are going to tell him that he has to work really hard if he stays here. 
So that's a 15 spell DC. If it fails a save, then the creature has to move as far away as its speed allows away from me. Whoa. That is uh, 21 psychic damage. And then it moves 60 feet away from Windy. Which, did you move? I moved to the right, and Emily moved to the left, up 60 feet. Well, Staff went to the right, too, and Knuckles went down the middle. But So it goes, like, back, left, 60 feet. You guys aren't that spread out. Maybe 10 feet from Kemen to Knuckles. Maybe 10 feet from Knuckles to Staff and Wendy. Okay. Unless you wanted to do like a 45 degree angle, but that would affect. I think the way you said it sounds good. Yeah. That's the end of my turn. Then Knuckles runs at the Horn Devil, swings his axe, and misses. <laughs> He's like, you fiends, you can't take this city. Kemen. Yo. You want to roll another save? Yeah. Wisdom? Yeah. Will you tell us, what are the options for Kevin? Like, is Kevin allowed to heal Knuckles and stuff? Is it taking action to do a save? Kevin just doesn't feel like fighting. Kevin feels like fighting is too much work. Okay. I got a 15. That doesn't, that still doesn't save. Okay. I'm going to heal Knuckles. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast healing word on him. What is the word? It sounds like this. Okay, he gets 18 hit points. Ooh la la. That was a really good roll, guys. Three, three, four, three on four D4. Yeah. All right, staff. Crank Hardly says, good work, big guy. And then he holds his palm out again at the horned devil and says, you can't get away from us, you devil. And he shoots two more Eldritch Blasts out of his palm. It's not a fire motorhead, it's flash. One hits armor class 22. That's it. And the other hits armor class 17. That is not a hit. Uh, four force damage. Okay. Then he uses bardic inspiration to give the big guy inspiration. Come out swinging, you know you're the king. A little self-confidence in you can do anything. Sick. Thanks, dude. The Horn Devil says, Hey kid, don't you think it's a lot of work to fight a devil? And uh, now you have to roll, staff, roll a wisdom save. Okay, hear me out. I'm listening. It doesn't like, you can't critically fail on this roll, right? No, but you can fail. Okay, then I got a two. Okay. But my die said one. You just really feel like it's a lot of work to fight these devils. And like, maybe you could just ignore it. And then the chain devil and all of its chains run all the way up to Wendy and Steph. And then the chain devil says, you guys are going to get eviscerated. Uh, Wendy, it's your turn. I'm going to turn the horned devil into something that can't talk. Um, I'm open to suggestions. A mute. I will turn him into a giraffe because they're gangly and not very dangerous. Okay. So I'm going to cast Polymorph on him. I think I probably have to move a little bit closer because I think it has a 60-foot range. You're within 60 feet of him. You're exactly 60 feet from him. Oh, okay, cool. So I'll cast Polymorph. The old fairy queen, she turned him into a dream. A slightly different change I will give to thee. What's the save? Uh, 15 is a wisdom save. The horn devil laughs at you. Magic on a devil? <laughs> I'm just pointing out that the dissonant whisper spell was also a wisdom save, and it worked, so it's not that specific kind of magic. And I flick him off as a reaction to his taunting. And then Knuckles swings his axe. 
Might as well not have, though. All right, Kevin. Um, I'm not going to waste that inspiration. And I got a four. So I didn't pass my wisdom save. Oh, you can still do something, though. Oh, yeah. Well, so I think that I'm going to cast Conjure Animals because that's not fighting. I don't think you can command them to fight because the point is that I'm you not. don't think it's I'm worth I'm just going to command them to exist. Okay. Kevin really just wants to have a menagerie around him right now. It's just like a herd of sheep because there's like grass here, you know? <laughs> and I got a shepherd's crook. All right. So I was just going to, I'm just going to cast conjure animals and um, make eight giraffes just like hanging out, you know? Okay. In the winter. I'm sure they love it. Steph, what are you doing? Um, Well, I can't attack, right? So first I'll try to resist this charm. I got a 14. That doesn't, uh, does not seem. Too bad the only person that can play counter charm is charmed. What do you mean the only person who can play counter charm? I thought you were the only person that could play counter It's a bard ability, and we're a whole podcast where we're all bards. Oh, in that case, can I start doing that? No, you can go back. I thought it was your college. No, no. It's an every bard thing. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. How how chopped up is our buddy uh, Knuckles? Not super chopped up. He's kind of just fine. Is that an action to resist that? No. All right, I just want to give inspiration to Wendy. Come out swinging, you know you're the king. A little self-confidence in you can do anything. Oh, thank you. Hey, Wendy, you know, you got to do this. Can you just please finish this off for us? Because uh, I don't feel like doing this. I feel like I should do something with my action. I move over to Knuckles, and I do cast Cure Wounds on him. as a first-level spell. Nice. If you've been hit, point me to the painful bit. By the power of this spell, I'll cure your wounds and make you well. Four... 13 hit points. And that's my turn. Then the horn devil looks at Knuckles and he goes, man, you could just like walk away. And Knuckles is like, huh, I guess so. That is easier, right? And then the chain devil attacks Windy. Rude. Cutting words. Chain Devil, in case you forgot how cool it was, whips out its arms and chains extend from its inside of its vein like Omega Red. And then they have big like slashy, like sharpened meat hooks on the back of it. And it swings them at Windy. Not only do the two chains that it has attack Windy, but also those four Cobra acting chains also attack Windy. Does a 22 hit you? Yes. Eight damage, and you're grappled. Wow. Can I cutting words this one? You want to, but it swings its left arm, and it hits all four of those other chains, and they all fall over. Oh, sweet. Whoa. Seems like you haven't practiced much with these, huh, bud? He's like, I'm not left-handed. Leave me alone. (laughs) I've heard ambidexterity is all the rage in Devilville these days. Oh, look at me. I... So cool. Really? I heard that they're mostly sinister. <laughs> <laughs> then it's Wendy's turn. Oh, yeah. All devils should be left. All right, Wendy, it's your turn. Okay, I want to cast Counter Charm, which is an action. So I start a performance. I imagine I just play like a melody on my ukulele. Can I be within 30 feet of everybody on my team? Knuckles and Scrapper and Big Guy? Yeah. 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 Okay. And they get advantage on their saving wait, wait, wait. throws against... So Knuckles is 70 feet from staff. 
Um. Okay, I ran up to him to cast Cure Wounds on him. Oh, yeah, sorry. Wait, 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 but yeah. I thought that he was closer. I couldn't away. move 60 feet and do that. I'm 60 feet away. 40 feet. All right. I'm sorry. I'm currently 60 feet away from the Horned Devil. Yeah, but if you move, you can get between all of them. Okay. I just have to be within 30 feet of all of them so that they can all have advantage. Yeah, that kind of puts Kem in like 40 feet from the Devil, and those two are like up that way, kind of. And... Somehow, staff cast like a really long range cure wounds. Well, what you don't know is that I have 20 foot long arms. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mention that earlier. Spaghetti arms. And I'm also going to inspire Scrapper. Scrapper's not here. Whatever your name is. God. Uh, uh, Crank Hardly? Crank. Nice to meet you. I'm going to inspire Crank Hardly. Or as my friends call me, Crank Danger I probably hardly. don't even know what his name is because I probably didn't even pay attention. Wow, now you're coming? Yeah. Character growth, Ed. Hey, you, you're pretty cool. And I think the world of you. So let's take a drink and give it a thing. This time your aim should be... So your turn? Yep. Knuckles nonchalantly just kind of walks back toward town. Even though he got counter-charmed? Yep. Oh, uh, Kevin. All right. Here comes my wisdom. I get to go twice? Yeah, you can roll with advantage. Nice. I got a 22. All right. You suddenly feel like it's worth it to fight. Ah, oh, shit. Ah. Oh. Uh, I am going to go towards the chain devil. And so I want to be like up in his business so I can stab him. Okay. How far away is that? Like 20 feet, 20 feet. Okay. So I'm going to move 20 feet towards the chain devil. I'm casting shadow blade on the way, which weaves together threads of shadows to create a sword of solidified gloom in my hand. And then I stab him with it. It just makes a weapon attack. This isn't a spell anymore. Yeah, now I have a weapon. I assume you're proficient with this weapon. Oh, yeah. Of course I am. Why would I have taken a spell that gives me a weapon I can't use? Who's not proficient with a shadow blade, really? Uh, This magic sword lasts until the spell ends. It counts as a simple melee weapon with which you are proficient. It deals 2d8 psychic damage on a hit. It has the finesse light and throw not properties. In addition, when you use the sword to attack a target that is in dim light or darkness, you make the attack roll with advantage. Wow, it's dim out because it's like post is 8 it? p.m. in the winter. Yes. Because they can't see it because it's made out of shadows. 24 to hit. Yeah, that's a hit. Okay. This is a chain devil, right? Yeah. I got a 13 damage. It does what kind of damage again? Psychic damage. Yeah, psychic damage. Yeah, so I give him a headache. Okay, he has a headache. Are you? Is your turn done? That's the end of my turn. All right, crank hardly. I'm going to break this damn spell at advantage because of Wendy's counter charm. And you have Bardic Inspiration, too. Don't forget. <sighs> I don't think it's worth wasting the Bardic Inspiration on this. Nine. Wow. Nine doesn't pass, you say? Nope. Yeah, I guess I'll just go with uh, Knuckles. The giraffes are just wandering around. And I should have told them to do something, but they're just like wandering. Okay. I think it's foolish. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a counter charm also playing along with Wendy, but I don't have anything to play, so I'm just gonna do anything else extra. Yeah, I know, but I don't I didn't take an action, so I might as well do something. All right. Then the horn devil says, Listen, cat lady, that is just like way too much work to be doing at night on a Thursday. I decided it's Thursday. When do you have to roll a will save with advantage? Is that wisdom? Fine. When do you have to roll a wisdom save with advantage? Wow. Um, I got a 10. Yeah, it just really it does just seem like it's way too much work. It's just easier to not like do this stuff. Okay. And then the chain devil attacks Kemen. Does a 12 hit you? No. Okay, well then what about a 15? No. Then all the little chains continue attacking. 
There. What about a 19? Yeah. All right. You take seven damage from one of the chain cobras. What about a 21? Yeah. That one deals you 12 damage. What about a 14? No. Ah, but what about this critical hit? Does that hit you? Yeah. Wait, how high is critical? A million. Okay, yeah. 22 damage. Okay, Wendy. I'm going to play a counter charm again, I guess. Are you going to try to resist this? Oh, I get to resist it again? Yeah. Okay, sweet. And I still get advantage, right? Yeah, because of mine, which is why Ed's stupid. I was trying to get you not to do that. Wow, I got a four. Oh, okay. I rolled a three and a one. <laughs> wow. These dice are, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to pay for all the good rolls you got for the past couple of years. Yep. Mm-hmm. So what about you, Brayton? What are you paying for? Uh, whenever we were warming up, I warmed up my dice. And I got a bunch of really good rolls. That's good. That's I good. actually, I, I tried to tell you guys, but we were talking about real things. But I rolled two D20s and got two 19s. And then I rolled them again. The next roll got two more 19s. Wow. Yeah, I wasted a lot of a lot of nineteens at that point. Yeah. Hey there, groupies! It's your favorite dungeon master Ed here. Just saying thanks a ton. We really appreciate you guys. Just so you have a heads up, this bad boy is gonna be a little bit of a slog. We're looking at definitely more than four episodes. So uh, thanks for sticking around. We know that combat can be tough, but uh, we think that this one's pretty cool because I made a really cool character this time. So. You can basically give all the credit to me for being awesome for how cool this podcast is. And, uh, you know, Brayden's stupid, so just tell him in an email, Dear Brayden, you're stupid. Anyway, make sure you check out our social media and stuff like that. You know, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. I think we do that. Anyway, can't waste too much of your time because we got to get back to this battle. All right, we'll see you guys. All right, Knuckles continues to walk away. Kevin, you're up. Okay. I'm going to stickity stab him with my shadow blade again. Okay. Um, I got a critical hit. 37. You fucker. You piece of shit. Yeah, your shadow blade stabs the chain devil right in the heart. The hole you stab starts to billow with smoke and flames start stretching out across his chest. His suit burns to bits and his entire body evaporates in flame. And then the horn devil goes, Nevis, no! All the chains just flop on the ground. Nice, nice, nice. Um, I tell the giraffes to get them, and I gesture with my head to the other guy. God, are there eight of them? Yep. Okay. Dude, giraffes are tough. They just swing their whole head uh-huh. at you with their horns. It's appropriate for a horny devil. Are you going to attack me with them? or? Sure. I wasn't sure when they went, but if you want to say they go now, that's fine. Oh, roll. Yeah, they need to roll an initiative, don't they? Uh, five. Okay, yeah, they're not going to go yet. All right, staff. I'm like walking away with Knuckles, and I'm just going to try to resist this one more time. Did Wendy do a counter charm song? Yes. yes. <sighs> I don't think it's worth it to use a bark inspiration, because I think that we need to get like a 20. <laughs> and I rolled an 11 with my advantage, which ain't bad. Ain't bad if you think about it. So then I'm just going to do some more counter charming too. I'm just going to keep on moving with Knuckles and just be like, man, that big guy over there, he's just, he's so violent all the time. You know, you should be able to work things out with your words. Okay. Then the horn devil looks straight at Kevin and he goes, listen, everyone else gets it. This is, it's not worth it. This is dumb. Like we don't even, no one even here wants to fight. We could just, we could just stop. We could just stop fighting, man. Yeah. We could. Roll it with some save. I got a seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, Kevin just doesn't feel like it's worth it. He can just keep charming us? I thought Kevin was going to be immune forever. The horn devil just like lands on the ground. He's like, see, man, it's just easier. It's easier. And he starts walking away. I guess the giraffes try to fight him. Yeah, they do. He just flies up higher, and he's like, "See, I'll just well, see you guys. Well, it's Wendy's turn first. Oh, you guys want to yeah. keep doing this combat? Do you want to be done? Everybody doesn't feel like it's worth it, so why are we- The why giraffes are we... aren't done. Okay, fine. So we got to go to Wendy's turn. I can't believe we can't pass this stupid check. We have advantage. Oh, I got a 19. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wendy shakes it. Sick. Yeah, baby! All right, I'm shooting some magic missiles at this fucker.
six missiles at him. Holy shit. Because I'm pissed. 19 damage. Okay. Uh, Knuckles is still, he just keeps walking away. <laughs> yeah. Um, Knuckles is, just doesn't feel like it's worth it. What about the giraffes though? Well, the thing flew up out of their reach. Yeah, but they're real tall. Is it his turn? Or no, remember I said he did it at the end of his turn. Okay. But on their turn, the giraffes will probably form a giraffe pyramid. Uh-huh. Oh my God. God. I'm going to roll eight D20s. And if any of them are 20, they do it. Okay. Plus, think about this. Emily said when she summoned them that they were giraffe cheerleaders. Uh-huh. So that um, should be advantage. Yeah, for making pyramids. Wow. None of them are 20s, but I did get two 18s and two ones. Too bad. They can't get it together. They try to make a pyramid and they all fall. That's probably fair. They are pretty gangly. At least one of them breaks a leg. Oh, poor guys. What's the kind of noise a giraffe makes when it breaks a leg? That's the noise, Brayton. You got it. Um, Yeah, Kevin, it's your turn. Okay. I got a 19 wisdom save. That's good, right? Yeah, yeah, you make it. I'm going to stab that guy with my shadow blade. He's like 70 feet in the air. I can throw it at him. How far? 20 or 60. We could say 60 because he was fighting things on the ground. He only flew up like 60 feet. All right. So what does that mean? I have to roll twice. But really, I also have advantage because it's dark. So I roll once. Yeah. The advantage from it being dark and the disadvantage from it being the far distance cancel out so that it should be just Uh a regular attack roll. Right? Yeah. Um, I got a 23 to hit. To hit. Yeah, motherfucker. Uh, 16. Oh, plus five. What's 16 plus five? 20, 21. 21 damage. Okay. Staff. Wow. So violent, big guy. I'm going to use my bardic inspiration on this wisdom resistance. All right. I got a, a 22. All right. You resist it. And I say, just like how I like it. And I point my palm up at the Horned Devil and I shoot two Eldritch Blasts at him. Okay. From the depths of my darkest hour Reach inside for my Eldritch power One shoots off wildly and hits armor class 13. Okay. But the other one hits armor class 23. That's a hit. And I know it sounds like I'm lying, but it does 10 force damage. Okay. Did I blast him out of the sky? No. But he goes, guys, this would be so much easier if we just didn't do this. I explained this to you. But if you want to do it the hard way... And then he summons a fireball in his hand and he hurls it at Windy. Cutting words. Piercing and quick, my tongue with a flick will cut you right down. Does a seven hit you? No. Then he makes a fireball in his left hand and he throws it at Windy. Does a 23 hit you? Yeah. You take 12 damage. It's fire damage. Okay. And then his right hand makes another fireball. He also throws it at Windy. Cutting words. My words are poison leaching into your soil. You can't resist them no matter how you toil. Does a five hit you? No. I thought it was close. I bet that was close. I have a question just to help me with my imagination. Is it just purely fire or is it kind of like a ball of tar that is on fire? Is this because you want her to be sticky? Because that's fucked. No, I'm just asking. It's not because I think it's funny. No, it's just like an immaterial fire. Okay. They look surprisingly similar to the balls of fire that the uh, barb devils threw you. Mm. When do you your turn? How far away is he from me? 60 feet. Up in the air. Junior Birdman. That's a good point. I should have made him move again so that he'd be even farther away. Because this range on this attack is 150 feet, baby. 150 feet? Yeah, you can throw him so far. He's a tough guy. All right, I'm going to do it one more time. I'm going to try and polymorph him into a giraffe again. The 
queen She turned him into a dream A slightly different change I will give to thee We won't know which one's him! I can't use... I can't use my bardic inspiration to add to my spell success, can I? You can use your cutting words to subtract from his save resistance, though. Okay. I'm going to cutting words his resistance, then. Okay. My words are poison leaching into your soil. You can't resist them no matter how you toil. Okay. I normally don't do this, but I'm going to tell everyone I rolled a one and a two. Good use. Minus the four I rolled on that 10. So uh, what kind of save was it? Constitution? Wisdom. And can Wisdom? I make him so. a black giraffe? Like a black sheep? So I rolled a zero and a one. Okay, so I guess he fails. He turns into a black giraffe. Is he like, does he have orange spots? Yeah. I just wanted him to be like a black sheep of the family. So he'll look like an outsider. And he falls 60 feet. Emily, how many hit points do your giraffes start with? 25. All right, he falls to the ground, breaks one of his legs, <laughs> makes a wounded giraffe noise. <laughs> and now it's the giraffe's turn. Oh, he's fine? He's still a giraffe? He's still a giraffe. <laughs> and they're about to get him? Yeah. <laughs> okay, now who doesn't want to fight here? Eight giraffes attacking the other giraffe. Uh, how do we want to do this? Do you want me just to roll eight? No, no, do the group thing we did. How does roll it, do? it, roll it, and then tell me the number. Seven. Seven armor class? No, a seven to hit. Yeah, yeah. So they all miss. I get. I don't know. I don't remember how you did this. So if you hit his armor class, then half of them would hit, and if you got two more, then his armor class is fifteen because he's a giraffe. Okay, so his armor class is fifteen. So you rolled a fifteen. Four of them would have hit, but. If you roll a 13, three of them hit. But if you roll an 11, two of them hit. If you roll a nine, one of them hits. Oh, okay. So none of them hit? So none of them hit. Okay. All right. He's just down too low, so they can't swing right. Like, they were aiming for a standy-uppy guy, and he's on the ground. Well, they're very confused right now. Like, how many of them hit each other in the head? Probably Probably all of them. They would have tried to make a pyramid on top of him, though. Kevin, it's your turn. Okay. I don't know what to do because my plan was to hurt him and now he's a giraffe. And if I kill him, he'll turn back into himself. So is your plan to just stare at him until Polymorph wears off? Okay, I use a bonus action to re-conjure my blade, my shadow blade in my hand, and I move over towards the pile of giraffes. And if he comes back from being a giraffe and polymorphs back into his devil form, I will stickity stab him. Okay. Um, staff. I think that that's a good idea. I feel like I can't get over there with all those giraffes around him. I'll just kind of move close and I will. Can I prepare Eldritch Blast as a, as a reaction? Can you do that with a spell? I don't know. Yeah. You can only ready a spell that has a cast time of one action. And holding on to it requires concentration. And if the concentration is broken, spell dissipates. That sounds perfect. I'm going to ready my Eldritch Blast to shoot at that Horn Devil in the case that he turns back into his Horn Devil form. Okay. As a giraffe, he's going to attack Kemen. 22 armor class. A hits. Six damage. Okay. Now, does he not get his multi-attack then if he's a giraffe right now? Yeah, he's just a giraffe. He's just a regular giraffe. All right, no multi-attack then. Uh, Nora. So um, the giraffe is right next to the big guy, right? Since he attacked the big guy. Okay, so I'm going to drop my concentration spell so that the devil turns back into a devil. Not a a black giraffe anymore. And I'm going to shoot him with my magic missiles. Okay, well, they have ready to action. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter who does it first, but... As soon as you drop the polymorph, that triggers their ready to actions. Okay, I don't care who goes first. All right. I guess they already have actions ready, so let them go first, and then if I don't need to spend a spell, I won't. Then you guys go. Uh, Kevin, you're first. Uh, okay, I rolled a 23 to hit. 22 damage. Okay. 
from the Shadow Blade. All right, staff. It's not a fire motorhead, it's flash! Two crackling balls of energy shoot out of my hand. The first one hits armor class 17, and the second one hits armor class 20. 17 misses, but 20 hits. The one that hits does four force damage. Okay. Windy, finish your turn, I guess. All right, I cast magic missiles as a third level spell, which means five missiles shoot straight at the demon, devil, whatever you want to call it. Nine damage. Nine damage. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Nine plus five is 14 damage. 14 damage. All right, giraffes. Man, this guy's tough. Okay, a 16 to hit. That's a miss. On all of them? Oh, no, that's a three hit. 18 plus six is 24. Okay, now it's Kevin's turn. I'm going to give him another stickety stab with my shadow blade. That blade is pretty baller, dude. Yeah, I did a good job. Okay, I rolled a 24 to hit. Okay, that's a hit. 10 damage. Okay, staff. I I feel like a one-trick pony, but I feel like there's no room for me to get in there, right? It's like a whole heap of giraffes. (laughs) Do you want me to let the giraffes go on my turn? No, I mean, why not? Why? Who cares? So I'm just going to cast Eldritch Blast, but this time... Out of my other hand. To show that dumb devil that you can be ambidextrous. This is where it goes wrong. This is how you do something sinisterly. From the depths of my darkest hour. Reach inside for my eldritch power. Then the first one hits armor class 17. That's a miss. But the second one hits armor class 27. It's a hit. This is probably the final blow, so everybody say your final goodbyes. One damage. Big Eldritch Blast you got there. Yeah. So it's just like a little fart of an Eldritch Blast hits him. And that's my whole turn. Then he goes, all right, guys, all right, hold on. I didn't even want to take over this town anyway. It's just too much work. So what if I just leave? And then you guys just forget you ever saw me. And we don't have to worry about this anymore. How about that? Is he trying to cast some sort of thing on us or is he trying to have a conversation? No, he's just tell. he's just talking to you. Listen, my brother, bro, hardly, saw you turn a man into an imp. We can't let you be around anymore. Number one, that's not even true. I told the guy to be lazy and conjuring laziness is like worshiping me because that's my lazy thing and more followers means more things I can summon. So I could summon an imp because I had a follower in the form of a lazy person. So that guard is still wandering around just being a dumb guard. Well, as the nerdy brother crank, I can appreciate your pedantry, but I think that imp's going around eating people. So we got to kill you. Sorry. Or you have to leave. I mean, you can leave peaceably. Yeah, and if you're too right, lazy I'll to just leave, do that. Is that we'll okay with everybody? You. Do we believe him? Should I roll insight? Yeah. Yeah, roll insight. I got a 22 insight. I got 17. You think he's telling the truth? All right, well then get out of here and don't haunt this town or any other anymore. All right, fine. And then he points his hand, his palm at the ground, and a pentagram opens up in the ground. And he goes, the prime material plane sucks anyway. And he just like dives into the hole. Then as the hole's closing, his hand Wait, comes up my and gives sack, you the- my hacky sack. It's on the ground over there. Oh, good. As the hole's closing, his hand comes up through and he gives you the bird and then he puts his hand back in and it closes. Rude. And then Knuckles is like, oh, what was I thinking? I got to kill that devil. And he runs back and he's like, where'd he go? I point to the ground. These two old heads let him get away. He can burrow? Sure. I don't think he's like a land shark. I think he burrowed all the way back to his hometown. 
Here's what I want you to take away from this, Knuckles. He's not going to bother this town anymore, so this town is now devil-free. Oh. Thanks to Dream Lancer. And this guy and his dumb friend, it didn't freaking help. Oh, yeah, where's Scrapper when we need her, huh? Yeah, where's Scrapper? We never found her. Bro jumps out and he's like, yeah, we did it. Yeah, we hardly even broke a sweat. Yeah. And then Knuckles is like, well, the devil's beaten in this town. He sticks his axe in its axe sheath, whatever that is. Then he pats his hands and all the dust comes off in a big cloud, like in the cartoons. And he's like, then I'm out of here. I'm going to go get my duffel bag in peace. See you guys. And uh, he gives you the three finger peace sign and walks off. Nice. See you, Knuckles. I give it back to him. And then bro's like, yeah. See you, Knuckles. It's good meeting you. Lars, here, boy. And then Lars comes bounding out of a giant pile of snow. And he's like, there's snow on the ground. Yeah. They scritch him. Yeah, scritches. Where's Scrapper? Have Scrapper. you seen her? Then Lars rubs up against the leg of Crank Hardly. This is some dude detective we just met. Lars ate imp. Oh, good boy. You did? He ate one? Yeah. A real one? Yeah. Not a stuffy one. No. We gotta find Scrapper. Yeah. Hey, bro. Yeah, what's up, Crank? One thing's still nagging at me. What's that? I don't think these devils had anything to do at all with the case of the missing will. The case of the haunted asylum? I don't think that these devils had anything to do at all with the case of the abandoned casino. There's an abandoned casino? Is this devil gone for good? And does this get Dream Lancer any closer to solving the mystery of Grundledore's missing will? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com.